Hey friends, welcome to Let's Be Clear. I am Clear Cherry Reeves and this is a podcast where we get clear, pun intended, about how to find a kingdom perspective in all things. No, really, all things. Whether it be about pursuing your dreams, finding hope and hardship, or just talking about Jesus, we will get raw and honest. I believe it will encourage you. Now, let's dig in. Happy Monday, friends. I hope you are having a great start to your week. Or if you're listening on a Wednesday or a Friday, whenever, I am just glad you're here. Look, if you tuned into the intro, you know that each week we will be digging into a different word based on my devotional that just released on September 15th, aka today, called Focus, How One Word a Week Will Transform Your Life crazy cheap. It's $12.99 on on Amazon. Don't worry. I'm not going to just try and sell this to you the whole time because seriously, if you don't have the book, you can listen. Don't turn this off. I don't want this to be something that is um, exclusive to you having to have done homework before. Um, So no worries if you're listening and don't have it. I really think this will be relevant and encouraging and it's going to be good. Um, But before we get started, We are going to focus. So that's the whole word. I don't know about you guys or uh, when you're listening to this podcast, but um, this year has been an interesting year and um, 2020. So if you aren't listening during 2020, this podcast is hitting you at a different time, then it's probably still been an interesting year for you, right? Because life is just usually not how we plan it. So before we get started, I wanted to, uh, I love acronyms, and so I really wanted to allow us to take a minute amidst whatever we're doing and really think about what it means to focus, because if you guys are like me, you will listen to a podcast amidst doing a million other things. I mean, I will literally be vacuuming and I'm on a podcast, and then wonder why I feel slightly lost, Uh, but that's also the beauty of them. So anyway, I came up with this acronym because this is what helps me focus. And so I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, and I learned in science that if you do an acronym, you're much more inclined to remember something. So let's hope so. Anyway, the F stands for fix your eyes on Jesus, open your heart to receive, calm your mind, unplug from distractions. Can I get an amen? Saturate your soul in him. So basically, all that stuff, clear it away, shut off the voices, unplug from whatever is consuming you or distracting you, um, that little thing in your hand probably, or if you're listening to this podcast on that, then just put it away for a moment and just um, saturate your soul in Him. Now this week, we're going to be talking about showing up well, diligent. What does that word even mean? You know, when I think about the word diligent, I usually associate it with work, like with getting things done. And I am really obsessed with productivity. I don't know about y'all, but I love to get stuff done. Like if I brush my teeth in the morning, I want to add it to my to-do list just so I can cross it off. And no, I'm not kidding. Um, But Jesus, he associates diligence with purpose, not productivity. Because we all know that Jesus can do things all of a sudden, right? He created the earth 
in seven days. And on the seventh day, he rested. So I'm pretty sure he's not worried about productivity. Or um, with us, you know, I am learning that when it comes to diligence, and we'll go into this a little bit more, but that he cares way less about me completing something than he does about the character that was developed in the process of that completion. Because he knows that if we are serving him in a task and attaching our care to something, the completion will worry about itself. Like, I don't know if, if you really kind of take a step back from that and think about it. When you've committed yourself to a task and you care about doing something, like you genuinely care about it, the chances that you're just going to let it go by the wayside or do it flippantly um, or haphazardly are very slim, right? So when we care about things, we show up for them. And oftentimes I realize that, you know, when I feel anxious about something going on in my daily life um, or just in my life in general, it's usually because I have detached care from that task. Like even if it it matters to me, I my schedule is not reflecting it. My resources are not reflecting it. My energy is not reflecting it. I may be worrying about it, but like the time that I am taking to diligently like show up in that space is minimal. Now, I always think about an easy analogy that I always end up making, I feel like with with different words and examples is working out because I feel like everyone, well, we all have a body, right? And we've all had moments, hashtag quarantine 15 or 20 or whatever it is, where we are trying to get in better shape. And the thing is, we can care a lot about what we look like, or we can care about being healthy, or want to be healthy, I'm sorry, maybe not care, but want to be healthy. But if we don't actually care and take the time to plan out new meals or buy healthier ingredients or sign up and show up at the gym and and actually rearrange our schedule to where it becomes a priority, then it is just a goal that we have not attached anything to and it goes by the wayside. And I think that's where we get anxious, right? That's where I get anxious is I know something's important but I have let other things distract me from showing up in that space. You know, we weren't meant to be robots, like living in an automated way that shows up for the sake of showing up and not putting our heart into what our hands are doing because that leads to an empty life. Like, for example, when I think about, you know, the things that um, that I tend to, I don't know, uh, add to my list because I feel like the expectation or the pressure is there for me to show up in that way, but I don't actually care. It just makes me feel empty. Like it doesn't, it doesn't add any fulfillment to my life. Right. And here's the thing, like what good will it be to cross off a bunch of stuff on a to-do list and not delight in any of it? Guys, that doesn't sound like an abundant life, does it? But that's what happens when we are trying to impress others or ourselves instead of being influenced by God and suddenly let him decide. And, and he is our audience of one. That Our diligence and what we give, our, how we show up in the world is completely different when we are caring about the things that God cares about. And the problem with a to-do list is that it's never ending. Like if your goal is to complete everything on your to-do list, guess what? You will always feel defeated or disappointed because it's, it's constant. But if refinement and transformation in Jesus is the goal, then the diligence required to stay the course and to show up is both welcome and it's necessary, you know? But 
And sorry to tell you guys this, but you will have to be diligent about things you don't always like to do. Wah, wah, wah. I know it's terrible, but it's the truth. Like I think about with my business clearly stated, I don't necessarily love systems. I don't love taxes. I don't love things that take me out of my comfort zone or my, my set of strengths. But those are the things that I have to show up and be diligent in or else I can't do what I love to do. So if I'm not diligent in what I don't like to do, but what I know is necessary, then it doesn't give me the space or the margin to continue to do what I love to do. And honestly, I mean, everyone's different, but I really, I think our spirit detects when we are showing up in the areas where we don't prefer because we're persevering to please God. And guess what? It responds in delight. I'm going to say that again. Our spirit detects we are showing up in the areas we don't prefer because we are persevering to please God. If our preference is pleasing God and we continue to show up in that way, our spirit delights in that. It's like our bodies know you are showing up for the one that made you. Like it, it, it feels it, right? The fruit of obedience is peace. Like when we, when we persevere and we show up and we obey the Lord, he gives us that overflowing peace where even if, my mom always says not to say the word sucked, but even if it sucked, we showed up and we did it and, and the Lord blesses that. And what we are diligent in shows what we care about. Like we can talk till we are blue in the face that we care about this and that and this and that. But if we are not letting our schedule, our time, our priority list, our um, energy, our resources, everything, if we are, if that does not, if that, if that is not shown, then it's not our priority. You know, I mean, it just becomes a lot of talk, unfortunately. So if we are having trouble being diligent in certain areas, maybe we need to dig into the why of the low value we have placed in that area or on that thing and start there. You know, like if we say that we prioritize Jesus and time with him, but we don't actually put it into our schedule or we know the power of prayer, but it is literally our last resort. And look, we're all hypocrites in that way. Like we know at the end of the day, like where do we all turn to in tragedy? Jesus. What do we do when someone's walking through a hard time? We pray. Like we know that at the end of the day, it is truly the only dependable thing. But it's funny how like our lives become a sum of these moments. And sometimes those moments, we haven't prioritized what really matters. And so I think diligent is having the spirit that is, is mature and knowing, look, it is only by being diligent in what God cares about that I actually find fulfillment in my life. And, you know, you might ask me, like, but clear, how do I become diligent about things I struggle to care for? Like, I know that's a good thing. I know it's good to care about or to want to pray, but, like, I'm struggling with a desire. You know what my answer is? What I tell myself, pray for the desire. Like, pray for diligence. Lord, help me want this. Help me show up. You ask Jesus for his desires. You tell him that you're struggling with it and you plead for him to help you cultivate those for yourself. And guess what? Until you feel like you care, you show up and put your hands to the plow because you care about Jesus and he cares about it. That's the reality. 
you know, you don't need to cultivate diligence. It's already inside of you. It's just the direction of that diligence. That is the question. You know, sometimes like our, our feelings, they are strong and they are loud, but they often aren't accurate. So a lot of times we won't feel like showing up in the spaces that we know are important. But when we do, when we do show up in that space and we do that thing that we've been avoiding and we just kick our dread to the curb, we feel that honoring God. It's showing up and giving our hands and our heart to what he has asked of us, no matter how we feel about it. And there is something very empowering about realizing that our feelings do not own us or control us, no matter how loud they become right? Because feelings are everywhere and they're fickle, but our diligence can't be associated with our emotions. It's a sign of maturity to do something with excellence because of who we are serving rather than what we are doing or how it's making us feel. I wanted to share a few scriptures with you guys, you know, associated with diligence, because at the end of the day, my words will fall very short, um, but God's are permanent and they do not return void. Like, y'all, that's the coolest thing about scriptures you won't even realize it like you won't even know that it's a seed that's been planted and when you are when something comes up in your day um you know when people always say oh my gosh I needed that or I didn't even realize this was going to happen and God had already prepared me and so putting these like every week I'm just going to give you some scriptures because you can write these down on a index card or play this again and listen to them or whatever it is that helps you um Because truly, they are like your ammo. When you're like, today, it'll be a fight. So what are you going to fight with? You need to use this. This is the only thing that will actually help you. But Galatians 6, 9 says, Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time, that's the kicker, we will reap if we do not grow weary. Here's the thing. We think we know better than the Lord, right? But we don't. And so diligence is showing up and trusting His timeline. And even when we aren't sure, or even when we feel like, Lord, are you listening? Do you see this? Do you realize what I have coming up or what I need or what I want? Do you care? Our diligence is that disciplined holiness of showing up, putting our hands to the plow or doing whatever we need to do and realizing that in the in due time, which is the Lord's timing, we will reap if we do not grow weary. And here's the thing, you guys, is I think we would completely pray for exactly what God does in our lives if we knew everything that he knows. But praise God that we don't. Because I'm not sure, like, I would not be recording this podcast had I have known all the obstacles it's taken to do clearly stated. But here's the reality of that, is that all along the way, God was giving me exactly what I needed. But had I have tried to imagine all of that at stair number one, that would not have been a thing, right? Another scripture is 2 Peter 1.10. It says, Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Here's the thing is that I think a lot of times we want this formula, right? For like, what do, what do I do to be a good person? Okay, well, you can't be a good person. That is why you need grace. God is good. You are not, but he covers you. But be all the more diligent to confirm your calling, it says. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. The recipe for a full life, the recipe for success, the recipe for, for showing up, for being the people that in our heart of hearts that we know we are created to be, how does that happen? By being diligent, by showing up, by practicing those qualities, the qualities of Jesus. 
denying our flesh and our feelings and saying, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this or this is difficult or I'm not really even sure where this is going to lead me. That's the reality. Sometimes we're plowing a field and we're like, Lord, I really want to be somewhere else. And he says, no, stick with it. Persevere, show up. And then this last scripture is Proverbs 24, 27. It says, prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field. And after that, build your house. I love that one because honestly, it's kind of a heart check for me because here's the reality is why would we want to build our house before we get all the materials ready? Like, why would we want to kind of get already in the, in the crux of having something to show for? Well, exactly that. Like we're trying, I think sometimes we're trying to prove like, Hey, I want to go ahead and start building a house. Like what can people aesthetically see on the outside? But God says, whoa, 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 prepare yourself before that. Get everything ready. And then we will build your house. I love how these scriptures, they don't shy away from telling us, like, you have to do what is necessary. But the reason that you can do your due diligence is because of who you're doing it for and why you're doing it. Your purpose and the person attached to it. Not productivity, but the purpose behind it. To show up for the hard stuff. Like I don't know if you're on your way to work. If you just left work. If you're headed home to a bunch of kids. Or if you are in the midst of just a really tough season. Diligent is or diligent. Being a diligent person. Or the word diligence. Is not really a fun word to think about. Or really not something you really even want top of mind. Because it, you know it's calling you forth. To show up in those spaces that you would much rather avoid. And not show up in a passive-aggressive way. Not show up in a way that looks like you were dragged there. But to show up with excellence. To put any bitterness aside. To be joyful. To walk in freedom. To, to be obedient. And in the midst of that obedience. Not, not like a fake smile. But showing up and saying God is at work. Having that confidence. And diligently pursuing Jesus' hard work. But y'all, it is worthy work. It's holy work. It's good work. And it's the only work that actually gives water to a thirsty soul. And every week in the devotional, if you open it up and you were looking at it, there is a focus tip. This is just a very practical suggestion to help apply this word in our lives. This week says this, when you find yourself in a hard situation, whisper the word diligence and walk through it. Don't run from it. Say it louder for the people in the back, right? Walk through it. Don't run from it. Try to find the meaning behind it and remember who you are ultimately doing for. There's that who again. We all want a delightful life, a life that at the very core of who we are, we find fulfillment. And that kind of life can only be found in diligently pursuing God and what reflects him. Okay. So when you come up against that tough conversation, when you get a text message you weren't expecting, when you have that nitty gritty stuff at work that you would much rather avoid or pass on to someone else. When you are in the, if you are starting a business and you are at ground zero and it is difficult, keep on showing up, go through it. Don't run from it. It's all, it's that stuff. It's the dirt that makes the flowers so much more beautiful, right? I can speak for myself, especially in what I do on a daily basis. Being an entrepreneur, I feel like if, 
if it was if there was an addiction to the flowers, you just quit. Because it's just a lot of putting your hands in the dirt and showing up and saying, Lord, you called me to this place or you asked me to so this looks like you. So I'm gonna keep on putting my hands to the plow and showing up and I'm gonna trust you. And I will I know that I will reap a harvest. However that harvest looks and whatever harvest you are defining, I know I will reap a harvest if I don't give up. I'm gonna end every one um, of these podcasts with a Monday prayer. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, but I always do a Monday prayer, just kind of like a reset for your week. Um, And so before we finish up with that, I wanted to humbly ask you guys to subscribe if you haven't already, to leave a review if you enjoyed this podcast. Honestly, I was really bad at doing that. And then I learned that it really does matter. Like when you leave reviews and you give your feedback, it helps, I guess the robots know, uh, or the system that it that it's that it's a podcast that has a lot of potential that you want to keep listening, and that's how I'll be able to come back every week. So if you leave a review, that would be awesome. Or if you want to follow along on Instagram at, cle- at clearly stated, if you are enjoying this podcast, there is a high probability you will like some of my products over at clearlystated.com. Just a lot of different devotionals and that kind of thing. But anyway, I wanted to end you guys with this Monday prayer. So if you are driving, you obviously cannot close your eyes. So you can just lift up them hands. But if not, you can maybe close your eyes, actually focus. And um, I will end with this. It says, hey, Jesus, thank you for the gift of another Monday. There is breath in my lungs, strength in my bones, and joy in my heart because you are at work. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you for desiring to use me even though you don't need me. I want to show up well, working for you and not for men. That's difficult. Since my approval has already been solidified by you and my future has already been secured by you, the work of my hands is worship. Develop in me a diligence that goes the extra mile, pursues excellence beyond expectation, and perseveres through the hard moments. Let me not forget that you are not worried about the completion of the tasks, But in the character, those tasks were completed. Sanctify my heart and align my mind with the truth of your word. When I want to be lazy or find myself dreading what is before me on this Monday, consume me with your steadfastness. Show me how to work with care and tenderness so that the rhythms of my life reflect my dependency on you. Instruct me on how to be diligent with the relationships, resources, and responsibilities you have given me, trusting you all along the way. All holds together in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Hope you have a great week and know that you are loved and we will see you here next Monday. Go be diligent. Bye, friends.